Fairway Podcast presented by Genesis. Will, I'm so proud. We got the bigger, littler version homie coming in here today. You know, CC Sabathia is going to come in here and chop it up with us. Uh, can't wait to get to that interview, man. Had a blast talking to him out in Tahoe. But again, I see that you're not on set. Will, you are you are Will Lowry to go. Where you at, cuz? Man, I, yeah, first and foremost, CC Sabathia, bigger little homie. <laughs> Both both CC Sabathians can beat that ass, so it don't even matter. I don't want I don't want that little homie be, you know, uh, skewed, mis mis little misguided was, in any a, way. A slant, <laughs> slant. But uh, I'm here in Tampa, man. I'm here in Tampa. It's the final leg of our uh, four season uh, season long points race of four tournament series of the underrated golf tour. Okay, and this is going to be an exciting two days because. Um, these kids are vying for 12 spots to compete in the Curry Cup on the boys and girls, 24 total, but 12, Just 12. boys and girls. Oh, I didn't notice And, 12. yeah, man, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be absolutely amazing. And you can feel the um, – you can feel the competition in the air on this one. You know, you can you can see these kids are – not a lot of laughter. Usually, you know, hey, Will, hey, we here. Hi. What's going on, man? You know, thank you for bringing, bringing us here, man. Tell all the staff and everybody. Now it's like, hey, Will, how are you? I'm like, oh. Oh, you focus. Okay. All right. I'm gonna leave you alone. You know, you know me, I'm always hugging and, and kissing the parents. Hey, how you doing? Mr. Mrs. And Mrs. And everything. But nah, not, not right here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all be and, you know, let y'all, uh, you know, get the good vibes and everything going. What's All going right. on with you, man? Oh, you know, just, um, I got knocked down. I'm gonna be honest with you. Had that, had that, uh, I had, that vid. Vid. I had the vid, man. The vid hit me, hit me hard. Two weeks on the road, you know, 3M, then, Rocket mortgage last week, and then this previous week, I've set my ass down. But I feel like I had COVID light, so I'm I'm very proud to have had it. Get vaccinated, be vaccinated, and boosted. That that no question helped me out. Will, but this was this was an exciting past weekend on on all the tours. And and before I even get into like everything, the ladies first up are the ladies playing in Muirfield out in Scotland. You know Ashley Boo High. Beats NG Chun to playoff to get her first major, and you, and I'm gonna spin this just a little bit, Will, because I love first time major champions. I feel like that's that's when you really see the excitement. Absolutely. I mean, you think Colin Morikawa, you know, you think you think, uh, shoot, Ben Curtis. Who I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm going <laughs> wow. back there, you know. Wow. But uh, I mean, Jean Vandeville. John, well, well, he, I know, I, yeah, I get I in my saying. mind, he I, I won and then he I tricked it. it. But Lowry got the W, but I get, I get Lowry. It. All right, we'll say Lowry. He got the, he got the W. Uh, shoot, Fuzzy Zeller. I think he, I think he won his, I don't know. Well, he won the Masters the first year he, yeah, but I don't Masters. want to talk about Fuzzy. We, yeah. he's, he's, uh, I'll just eat my watermelon chicken and greens. I, that's, I said it, damn it. That's what he, he said. You gotta, you have to, come on now, Fuzzy. He, he's a night, he didn't mean it like, I mean, okay. It's just a bad joke that came out wrong. But he's a great, he's a great dude. He's a great dude. You gotta let damn. Let's damn, get back huh? to Ashley. God dang it! I know, but no, it's, been, it's been 
30 this, years. This is beyond the fairway, cuz. We keep it all the way one fuzzy. He's warm and fuzzy now. Nah, he ain't warming <laughs> nothing now. I, I, he did not get a pass for me. But shouts out to Ashley getting the W over there at Muirfield. And you know what? I appreciate, you know, how far Muirfield has come to a lot. I hate to say allow, but, you know, for years it's a men's only club and, you know, no women were allowed to play. And they've turned the corner and now we just had the AIG Women's Open Championship over there. And uh, I I loved it, man. I, I appreciate seeing her get the W. But now we'll we'll jump across back that. We'll jump back across the pond, Will. Uh, Ju Young Kim, who is Tom Kim. I don't like, you know, he wants to be Tom. Tom is the tank engine. I love it. This kid started, and I said kid because he's 20, so I'm grown and he's still a kid. 20 years old, starts a tournament, Will, with a quadruple bogey. And that's back in your neck of the woods. Like, that's in, in you know that golf course. This <laughs> this guy starts with a with a quadruple eight and then goes on to win a tournament by four. What in the world? Man, talk about perseverance. <laughs> like, I mean, I've started a, a tournament with a quadruple. I can tell you I didn't win that joint. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you I won that joint. But just talk about perseverance, man. You think about it, you know, Green's regulation percentage, uh, he was in 94, less than, just less than 95%. No big deal. Um, you know, it was four and a half on strokes game putting. No big deal. Those are the stats that are needed to get done. Those stats need to get done. So um, I was excited. You know, it, it, kept me at the, it kept me on the, you know, my, my edge of my seat, you know, on Sunday. So I, mean, I, I was uh, 61, I was all involved. Final six, round six. That's but, how you go out there and get it. Shot twenty seven. Got kid shot twenty seven. Yeah, par thirty. I get it. On the front right. nine. Par seventy overall. I get. Or excuse me, thirty five. But he shot twenty seven on the yeah, front. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shoot. I, like I say, anytime I, anytime I'm close to thirty, my heart started racing. But twenty seven. Yeah, I was right. I was writing a movie, and. The the character was about to shoot a twenty seven, and I was like, "Nah, that ain't, that ain't real life. That ain't real. Life. Well, it is for for Tom <laughs> Kim. It is exactly. It's funny. I, I got to follow him last week at Rocket, or week before last at Rocket Mortgage. There, I want to say on a Saturday round, and it's the first time I had you know got a chance to meet him. Cool cat, man. Kids cool as a fan. Other side of the pillow, whatever you want to say. But one thing that I really appreciate, especially that you mentioned the strokes game putting number, I've never seen him leave a putt short. And I think mm. that, like, I think that got a, that youthful exuberance, you know, I ain't leaving nothing short. I'm going to go right. ahead and get this to the hole, whatever. You saw what he did on 18 today. He hit it 30 feet by the hole and knocked that down to, to make a par shoot 61. No fear on the no. greens, Will. But you think about it, it, it can't be any fear because the guy, you can, you can see where his momentum in his, in his, uh, his, uh, I guess his. You're not about to say chutzpah, are you? No, I'm trying to say something different from chutzpah. His, his <laughs> gait is changing a bit, right? You know, I mean, think about it. You know, the AT&T, Byron Nelson, he had a top 20. Uh, he also, in the Genesis uh, Scottish Open, he had top five. So this guy right here is starting to... Top five, he finished third. Yeah, I third. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah, I'd say still here. top five, you know yeah, I mean? Damn, that's a big I mean, deal. It, it is. Okay, well, top three, excuse me. Okay. Well, I, we'll either, give, us, well, give us flowers. I am going to give us flowers. But either, either way, you can start to see his... He's starting to realize, like, hey, I, I can play. He's starting to smell himself, so mm. sniff himself. Anytime you get a chance to sniff yourself, that's 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 pretty solid. Well, how about this? Amanda Renner asked him after the the tournament, "Will you accept 
the PGA Tour invitation, and he said, absolutely. You won a tournament, you get to be a member. He's got an exemption for two years. He's playing in the Masters. He's playing in the tournament champions. I mean, the guy, he wasn't in this field last week. Now he's in the field. And guess what I find really interesting, especially mm-hmm. this time of the year, Will, Richard Fowler. Richard Fowler is now the 125th ranked player in FedEx Cup points. Who would have thought? So, Ricky, because Tom won as a non-member, it shifted everything out. Ricky's now in the number, bumped Matt Wallace out. So, I'm very interested to see what goes down next week at Memphis because now it starts to get tight. Yeah, absolutely. And and now it's... They're going to start acting like the kids on the underrated tour. I don't think it's going to be a lot of conversation. Not a lot of highs. Because no. these guys are definitely trying to get the BMW and then, you know, so on from there. <laughs> he had a little, little head nod. Yeah, getting the, getting the old, uh-oh. But, but going, going back to Mr. Kim, man, the dude has been all over the world, Doug. It's game travels. He's been to all four corners of the world. Mm. Yeah, and now he's got a spot on the PJ Tour. Just think about crazy. that. Just it's think crazy. about think about our mini tour days. Carpe diem, all over the state. <laughs> <laughs> but but it just it just I, I really appreciate when when a player game travels. Yeah, yeah no, I I can't I agreed because I know a lot of our friends' games that uh, they travel in certain states. They may not you know bounce outside of state lines, but it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes their game got tracking advice on the stage. Just can't leave. <laughs> game on house arrest. Like, uh, uh, no, not going across that state line. Uh, their, their game's like, man, my, I, I don't, my game don't travel on vacations that far. So no. <laughs> well, let's talk about somebody's game that does travel. CC Sabathia, get yourself in here. It's time to go beyond the fairway. Presented by Genesis. Beyond the Fairway podcast presented by Genesis, and we are joined by, I mean, a dude I look up to, man, CC Sabathia, man. What's up, C? I love you, dog. You just turned into anger, man. Yeah, but, like, man. He, went, he went from regular voice Mark to... Gumbel, dog. I love it, dog. It's so funny. It's the cameras, man. No, I love he, it. He went, he went Mark, Mike, Tariko Gumbel. I, I, I try to show my range, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, you was good. Yeah, you know, in, case, in case, like, Kira, you know, twist the angle, I can step in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I try to be safe. You yeah, know, it's like, yeah. oh, we can trust yeah. him. Now, go back. Go. Hey, go. Exactly. Can, he's one of them we can trust. He, he's good. Yeah, we, we gotta get him in here to keep the others out. I love it. That's like you gotta put on that voice. You know what I'm saying? When you're calling, whatever the, the phone voice. You, you know what I'm saying? You heard it here. But that's that's the one back. thing about golf is they don't know when we make a tee time and you put that voice on. They don't know who you are till you get till you get the first tee. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm William. No, no, you're not. I, you know, so it's kind of funny. Uh, now, you know, this week, see, we've been talking about kind of how people are making golf their thing and. And coming out of the league, you you seem to just jump right in, both feet, make a splash in the industry, man. Like, what was it about this game that kind of like was like I got to do that? Um, I think just being able to play with anybody, you know, the handicaps even even it out so you can play with anybody, the travel, um, and and just it's a fun game to play. It's a game that you can never master. It's kind of like baseball. It's the same thing with pitching. You, you you know, you get better with time, and and the more you play, and you know, you learn little things about the game so you never really master it so uh 
you know, I'm, I'm early in my career. My golf, you know, I just started three years ago. Yeah. So um, I'm seeing improvement, so I love it. So, like, when you say you see improvement, I mean, do you have a practice resume yet, or have you taken the, the baseball practice and, you know, transitioned to golf yet, or are you still taking kind of light? No, I got, like, a little practice regimen where, I could, you know, I go to the range, and I, now I have an alignment stick. Like, I used to go oh, to the range oh, and just get just loose. Swing, just swing. You know what I'm saying? You got, oh, got, you, oh, you got a stick I got, now. like, a little stick. You know, I got, you know it's, it's starting to get, you know, it's starting to come around. So, I feel like, like, you guys see me at different stages. Like, yeah. you saw me, you guys saw me last year. I couldn't get the ball off the yeah. ground. You saw me at Silverleaf. Yeah. I was striking a little better yeah. in Arizona. And I feel like if you watch me now, you could just see the progression I, of how, you know, it's getting a little better for me. I, I got to say, though, I, I do admit, your walk is a little different out here. Last year, your head was on a swivel. But now I see, like, you know, I know what I'm going to do. I feel pretty right, good. We, we're going to get, gonna at least get 35 points. You, you know what's crazy <laughs> is that I, I, I just realized that everybody sucks at golf, bro. And, it's hard. And they suck in their own way. Even, exactly. <laughs> Even the pros are, like, all over, yes. like, knock down. Yes, like, yes, so yes. I, you know, like when I came out here last year, I was embarrassed about my game, I feel like. But after, like, watching golf and, you know, being around golf so much, everybody hits bad shots. So it's, it kind of is what it is. I mean, how is that, though, from, like, a confidence standpoint, when you go from being, like, one of the best in the league, you can throw a ball in a, in a, in a thimble, you know, to coming out and just being trash? No, it's awesome. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> right. Just, it's it's just, freedom, and, probably. And, like, <laughs> as an athlete, like, you guys are, not, are athletes, like, this, like, I've never been trash at a sport. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it makes me want to play even more. Before we, we just, you know, before we came on, I was sitting here. I'm like, man, I want to play again. Yeah. Like, I have the yeah. bug that bad where I'm, like, playing 36 a day I mean, now. I mean, she went got fit for clubs. I, Larry, like, he, got, <laughs> he started he started like like a G at, off top. So, so, you know, you just said you got the bug. What what was that bit you? How did you get bit? Um, I think, you know, I think it was just this season. You know, I think after having a long, you know, winter in Jersey, not being able to play, and then I came out to Arizona a couple times. I went down to Florida. And then once the season came and I could go to Alpine every day, I've been there, you know, four or five days a week for the last, you, for all summer, but you man. But you live in, in Alpine in yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, so that's, it's close. That's I can hit my seven iron to the club. Right, you know so, what I'm saying? So coming from a, a pitcher, you're very methodical. I, I, I want to hear the methodical thought process from baseball to golf. What are you working on specifically? Uh, right now specifically is just putting. You know, just making sure, like, my putter is, like, coming straight back and going like in okay. a line okay because it was coming going in and like when I was pushing it out so it's just like little things like that okay, it's yeah. so much different things to golf and I'm trying not to over right. overdo but, it you know what I'm saying I'm trying to hit. feel yeah. something else gonna like, go exactly so like for me pitching was all feel I wasn't very like I didn't watch a lot of um video mm. I wasn't very technical like if you show me something like if we're on the range and you're right-handed right I can just I can stand across from you and I learn visually better so just keeping that feel and like being an athlete is what I want to, you know, try to try to keep in, in so, golf. So you can't really be happy the way baseball is going with all this track man version of all uh, the metrics, uh, the metrics and all that. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I like I, I, I like the analytics if you can teach it the right way. I feel hmm. like the Dodgers That's can teach exciting. it. I feel like, you know, you have to, you know, you can, you can throw the numbers out there on the track man or yeah. rap soto yeah. and all these different mm-hmm. things, but what does that mean? Like, how do I get to those numbers? Yeah. How do I get in that position to be my best best version of myself every time? And I think you need baseball people to teach you that. I don't think the numbers are a bad thing. I just think you need some baseball people to to help you understand the numbers. That's the way I feel when I see some of these amateur golfers with a track man. Yeah. I'm like, what? What do you know what you're looking at? Let me tell you something. <laughs> like, I, I see people walking out here with a track man full swing, and I'm like, what? Like, I'm you, you're not good enough to have. You're it. Not, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if I, I mean, you know, that's that's just me though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yo, know, I'm just I'm intrigued with with your whole story. I, I watched the documentary and. 
I'm just intrigued how you you were able to turn negative into positive multiple times. Um, when you look back at, at kind of your 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 path, like how gratifying it is to just be out here in Lake Tahoe playing some G. Oh no, it's it's uh it's definitely a blessing. I mean, it could have went couple different ways you know a bunch of times and for me to be able to sit here at 41 you know sober with my family intact you know a son in college Mm. like it's definitely a blessing you know here playing some golf and just enjoying life um you know I came a long way man I I grew up in the crest I grew up in Vallejo and you know to be sitting here in Lake Tahoe now um yeah I mean it it feels like a dream sometimes Uh, let's touch on that for a little bit because there's there's a lot of people that that had experiences like you with alcoholism and maybe not know it or diagnose, you have highs and lows and things. What was that moment for you when it was like, you know, I got to do something about this? Yeah, no, it was it was 2015. It was right after we clinched um, against Boston, and I hadn't drank in a couple of months. And you know, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have a couple, and I and, it, and I drank the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And it was just I was at the point where, you know, I think everybody rock bottom is different. I think you know, yeah. doesn't have to be you know, some horrific car crash or a DUI or these different things. You know, for me, it was just I wanted to, you know, keep my family intact. And it was hurting my relationship with my family. And, you know, I I wanted to be able to stop. I couldn't stop myself. So um, I think, you know, a lot of people can see my story and, you know, see that everybody, it doesn't have to be this catastrophic event for you to stop drinking. Um, You may just be tired of of being hungover, you know exactly, what I'm saying? Exactly. Which I was. <laughs> well, how, how has golf helped you in sobriety? I think it's, it's been huge for me. You know, I can wake up, I get a 7-10 tea time, you know what I'm saying, and I'm up and I'm moving. You know, after that I work out, and then if I feel good enough, I'll go back and play another 18. So um, it just keeps me busy, you know, and – you know, a lot of people drink out on the course and do different things, but I was say, it's alcohol, be tough too. it doesn't bother exactly. me. Okay. No, it doesn't. It, um, I just know it's not for me. You know what I'm saying? I had my, I had 35 years of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got good. 35 You're years good. of experience. You're good. I know I'm good with it. Yeah, and, and I want to talk too. When you when you left the league, you went through like this metamorphosis. You went from you know just a touch husky to, to, to looking like you can take on the Miz right, in, in yeah, a wrestling yeah. match. Like, <laughs> I'm almost saying you can go back to playing. <laughs> what, what, uh, nah. what was kind of the motivation about that? Because most people get bigger yeah. when they yeah. lead the league. No, right. you know, I'm, t- I'm going to be honest. The motivation was being able to walk the damn golf course. At that Stop. weight that I was with my knee, the way it was and everything, I wouldn't have been able to come out here it and can't, play it can't, it can't carry four or five weight. days. Yeah. No, no chance. <laughs> like, so it was just wanting to feel better and, and, and be healthier. Um, and to be honest, like for reals, fitting the clothes off the rack. Like I can go into Neiman Marcus and buy some clothes off the rack now. I ain't got to buy some special orders. You know what I'm saying? So it's, hey, you, you, don't have to, you don't have to give That's the address. You don't have the address here. <laughs> well, no, we're talking about clothes. Let's stay there, Will. You know, you, I, I see you with the Eastside drip on and, mm-hmm. and you and Earl and Elijah who need to come on the damn show. Yep. Yeah. yeah. How the hell we get CC before it, Earl and Elijah exactly. Uh, exactly. But let's talk about your involvement with, with the brand and, and what it means to you and what you're doing for it. Yeah, nah, Eastside. I mean, Earl and Elijah are like my little brothers. And, and Eastside Golf, I feel like, just represents this, this kind of new wave of golfers. You know what I'm saying? I think with the pandemic and – you know, everything being shut down, I think, you know, golf, like, kind of took, like, a new wave where it's, like, you know, people are out here in hoodies. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. yesterday I played in a T-shirt. You I know what I'm saying? I saw that. In a tracksuit. In a tracksuit. So things are kind of different be- or changing 
in the apparel of golf because who's playing golf? Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. Eastside is right at the beginning of it. And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm never going to come out here and win this tournament or win a tournament, mm-hmm. but I'm probably going to be the best dressed. You're going to be looking good. <laughs> Absolutely. So when you see, when you see Earl in, in having this systemic change when from the uh, clothing aspect and apparel, like, I mean, how do you feel that that can implement golf long-term, like long-term in the future? No, I think it could be huge. I think, you know, you're just getting guys out, like, you know, the celebrities yeah. here. You're seeing different guys, Steph Curry golfing. Yeah. You know, that can inspire some kids yes. to, to, to come out and play golf. So it's not just, you know, people watching Tiger or, or you know, Harold Varner. It's, you know, the guys that are actually playing yeah. golf every day, Absolutely. which is kind of our, you know, demographic now. So it's fun to see that, you know, that change in who's coming to the golf course. Like, I love this question because I don't think you know professional athletes kind of think of themselves in this white light. Will is, do you feel like you're a golf brand ambassador now? No, absolutely not. Um, but no. you are indirectly, it though, is bro. right? I mean, that's my you question. really are. I mean, I, I I mean I guess, but but for me, it's just wanting to to. to it's like, you know, like when you see the guy at the basketball court that comes out there, he's got all the Jordan stuff mm-hmm. on, but can't shoot a free throw. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Like, right, right. that's going to be me. Like, I, I, I'm going to come out here fly. I may, like, shank some stuff, but I'm going to feel good about how I look. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, I never thought about that, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, people look at what we wear. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what you post, like, people you know. see, what, you know, JR and the Lululemon or the Kith and TaylorMade or the Eastside stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I never thought you, about you, it, but, yeah. You, man, I, I have, there's a kid in my neighborhood, man, who was a huge fan of you. And when he knocked on my door, asked for my old handy-downs, because he said his favorite pitcher plays golf. He was talking about you. <laughs> so that right there, you are in golf and basketball. Maybe you're not like it or not, but you are. So that's awesome. No, I, I feel. I mean, that's that's great that you know a kid is wanting to play golf because you know I'm loving the sport yeah. now. So no, I mean, it's hopefully I can get my son to play. Kinda, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of like <laughs> right. that's, I think that's our hope too with the, with the pod. Will is is you know I'm sitting with Will Lowry and CC Sabathia because of golf, mm-hmm. right? And, and you talk about about that young man who, who saw C and wanted to play. I think I think. Being brown folk just with a golf club, regardless if you have a platform and people see it, they 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 feel like they can be like I mean, you. Like, and if you, it, it, that's the thing we always say, you know, uh, if you can't see it, you can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 the fact that what you're doing, man, it does light years for the game. No, for the game. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Absolutely, thank you. man. Absolutely. Just and the thing of it, it's about be, like you being your authentic self, right? It, it, it's one of those things. It's, it's exciting to see because, like you said, you. Do you know how far along you are in golf in three damn years, bro? Like, like I, I think I think that's like the understatement. You're playing in a celebrity event in front of cameras and, and audience. I mean, I know you're used to that shit, but like, okay, quick question. It, it, I, I get more nervous when it's quiet. Okay, so really. now, so let me ask you a question. Now, given the fact that you're very, you remember the first the first hole last year. Now, how do you, I'm sure you're nervous. I was super. Do nervous. you think you'll be as nervous? No, because I I was nervous like. I didn't sleep the week leading up to that Friday. No, seriously. And then I got to the tee box, and I was playing with David Wells and De- and Greg Maddox, and I was fine. Like, it was just who I was nervous about who I was playing with. Really? More than, like, the people. I don't care. These people know yeah, I'm not right, a golfer. Right, so right, right, yeah, yeah. That they, care, that they know that's that I fair, suck at fair. golf. That's you know fair. what I'm saying? It was more about, like, my peers and who I'm playing with, like, why is he here? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? absolutely. So, but after I seen it was Boomer and Maddox, I'm like, oh, right. oh that's, that's, that's home. So I was that's fine, home, you know right, right. And I think, like, I think, you know, like I said, I don't care about being bad at golf. So I think where I'm at, like, I don't think I'll be nervous. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. I feel, I'm excited. We'll, we'll, we'll change it then. How, how are your podcasting skills? Because 
I know you, you jumped into the podcast yeah. space. Uh, I'm glad you're here on ours. But talk a little <laughs> bit about, about your pod and how you got into that project. No, we, I love the pod. I'm, I'm, I got to do a podcast uh, called R2C2 with uh, Ryan Rucco. Um, and we've been doing it since 2017. Oh, very nice. And it's fun, man. I, I mean, I, I love to talk sports. I love to talk culture. I'm a big, huge fan of a lot of different things. Mm. And, you know, me and Ryan have a lot in common. Obviously, we don't look alike. <laughs> we didn't grow up. In the same, you know, he grew up yeah. in the suburbs. I grew up in the hood. Yeah. But, you know, fundamentally, we like a lot of the same things. And I think that's what makes our pod, you know, interesting to people. Yeah, I mean, some you got to think, man, I'm hood. He, I'm, I'm, I'm not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> I mean, we know that. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> we, 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 we match. Yeah, that, you know that's what, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you can have a lot of things in common, it makes for a good pod yeah. and it makes for good chemistry. Yeah, and that's why, that's again, too, why I love the game of golf. Because you can take, you know, you can take a, a president, a drug addict, uh, a housewife and Will Lowry, and they can go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> and they can go play golf. But I, I want to touch on something because I, I had a conversation with, with your boy Aaron Hicks uh, fairly recently. We talked about, you know, the diversity in baseball and, and how, how the numbers are starting starting to dwindle. So, And I, I found it fascinating because when you think of baseball, basketball, football, you think of these, these majority sports, if you will, and, and having access to it, what's, what's – from your seat, what's some of the reason why black and brown folk have fallen out of baseball? I think it's just the access. I think baseball has turned into a sport like golf. It's parallel. Where you need yeah. a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You need a lot of money to play baseball on a high level. Um, you need a, a rap soda or a track man. Um, these kids are hitting with that stuff to get these numbers, um, you know, to figure out, you know, their swing and stuff. So I think uh, we need to, you know, do better as a generation. My generation of players need to do better at getting these kids more access, you know, and, and uh, just making it easier. There are kids playing. I thought when I was when I was playing, I was like, man, it's not a, a lot of black kids playing baseball and we need to do something about this. There are. There are. I just watched. I was just out on the circuit with my son for the last three summers. There's a lot of kids playing. We just got to help them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got to get them to access, and we got to make sure that they're getting the same exposure as some of these other kids. Yeah, and that's the kind of same thing that runs parallel with golf is exactly. on an introductory level. Like, there's a lot of African-Americans, black and brown, are participating. But as you go higher in the sport, it's man, it starts to dwindle and yeah. slim down. And, and the thing about it, man, you know, you just got to find a sustainable pathway so they can exceed in that sport that got high barriers. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, for absolutely. us in baseball, too, I mean, a lot of kids play baseball from 5 to 12, right? Yeah, Little league. Yeah. But then there's there's nothing in between 12 and high school. Yeah. So we need to we need to figure out that gap because we lose a lot of kids at 13, 14, 15 at that, those three years before they go to high school. So yeah. I mean, I'm, that's something I'm, else, too. I'm in the middle of doing uh, adult t-ball, <laughs> and I'm trying to damn, you know, get my swing right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you hit cross-handed, too? Yeah. Uh, man, <laughs> my, my adult, I'm in adult Colt pitch right now, and he's trying to get me to change <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. But CC, we got, we gotta let you jump. We know you get you know you got more golf to play, but we gotta send you out of here the 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 only way that we know how. We call it Rap Force from right here beyond the fairway podcast presented by Genesis. CC, you gonna go play golf with four rappers? Y'all playing a five ball? Y'all playing an alpine? They dead or alive? Any generation? It doesn't matter. I need to know CC Sabathia. Who are you pulling up to the golf course with? It's definitely gonna be two chains. Atlanta guy. It's okay. definitely gonna be Seattle. Mac Dre. Um, and Jeezy is the foursome. Gee, that's that's come back. Hold on, come back, come back. That's probably more unique. Come back with that again. I gotta hear that one more time. So Mac Dre, Jeezy, two chains, two chains. I, I gotta ask. I gotta ask why. I gotta go deeper. Yeah, we, we never asked why. We never, we never, we never asked why. Two chains is the two chains is the he's the too short of this generation. Simple rap, be killing beats are crazy. Back. Like, but, I, but I, and I feel like. 
I feel like me and Two Chains are best friends, and he just don't know he it. Just yet. Don't know that's it, right? You know what I'm saying? All right, two Chains. Like, that's the that's my dog. Matter like fact, Chains, if you watch this, if you see this, <laughs> holler at me, bro. That's like, it. Like I feel go. like I feel like we in the crew, and he don't know it yet. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy's just a cool dude. He loves yes. golf. Um, and he's just fun to hang out with. So I think that'll be a fun foursome. I'm surprised you didn't put Hov in there. Nah, man, Hov is janky, and his swing is probably. His swing is probably trash, like <laughs> yeah, lefty yeah, trash. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, I, can, I can see that. Just, I mean, I, he might not have a blueprint for that one. Lefty, he might not have a blueprint for that one, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, CC, how do people follow along what you're doing and, and, and all the works that you got going on? Push podcast. Right yeah, uh, the podcast is uh, R2C2. You can catch it on all the platforms, YouTube. We have a uh, uh, weekly. It comes out every Thursday. And you can catch me on Instagram, just CC Sabathia, um, on Instagram. Follow me. That's it. Follow along. We do. I'm, I'm waiting on these shoes to come my way, but it's all right. <laughs> no, I, I don't I, wear 16, but it's okay. Man, I, I, grow I, can't, up. I can't never. I, I've been waiting some, for something in the mail for the last two years. It's Pony <laughs> Express. It ain't there yet. It's coming, though. Will, Will's so interesting because he, he down with the Curry Clan and wear Nike. And, and he's waiting on all the drip. I'm about to get kicked out every, every five time. minutes. Uh, oh, I hate it, bro. Hey, it's CC. hard to put the Under <laughs> on. <laughs> we appreciate you, I boss. I didn't say that. I love Under Armour. <laughs> Beyond the Fairway is presented by Genesis Motor America and the 2022 Will GV80. Luxurious design meets intuitive versatility. Make the game your own, not somebody else's own. Make it yours. Will, I love CC Sabathia. Like, Absolutely. You know what's, we all do. CC's one of the richest people that treats you like like just just you know down to earth like we about to go get some cornbread you know what i'm saying like very cool cat very uh very smart dude and and i appreciated some of the insights will he let us know about he accepts being trash <clears throat> in the game because he knows he's only 3 years in but in his trashness he's not going to let himself look unfly so yeah, I mean, well, you, you said you know you said he one of the rich dudes that treat you normal. A lot of rich people treat us normal, but he's one of the rich dudes that I, you don't know if he's rich. Like, <laughs> I mean, he did buy his wife a a Lamborghini truck for Valentine's. Well, Day. see, I I didn't know all that. I just know that he, like, you know, saying. piggyback off what you said, he Happy is Valentine's one of the humble humblest guys. Yeah, for real. I mean, he's a he's a you can tell he's passionate about this game. You know, mm-hmm. when we were right after the interview, we went to, obviously we went to go hang out with him. Um, at his uh at his hotel and everything, and along with Eastside and Earl Cooper and and Elijah Wan. but you can really see the passion that he has for yep. you know the game of golf and making sure that everybody has equal opportunity in the game of golf. Mm-hmm. And that yep. right there, you know, and think about it. Coming from baseball, it's it, they're they're parallel campaigns that baseball and golf has. You know, trying to grow the sport in diverse communities and and uh, in, in underserved. So, yeah. I, I can really see that this guy—he's a perfect ambassador for the game. He may not want to claim that he's an ambassador for the game, but damn it, he is. Yeah. You know, when when I when I had a, a kid said, you know, he's he's playing golf because one of his favorite pitchers. Yeah. Is, is playing golf. That, I enjoyed that. That was a, that was a nice touch too. Like I, that that really brought that home. Will. Yeah. Like, he had a, he has accepted though, Doug. He got accepted. I know he may not want to accept, but he's an ambassador for the game. So. If only time would tell you, shut the hell up and accept it, cuz. And I mean that with all disrespect. With all, all, all disrespect. All di- he means that with all disrespect. <laughs> I mean, all due respect. That's a disrespect. <laughs> he said, I mean that with all disrespect. Oh, no, nah, yeah. yeah, you meant that. You meant that. But I think it goes to show you, though, the power of the game. Like games. Like, you know, when you when you reach a mountain in one game and then you just come over to another, like you, you, you do assume some 
uh, responsibility to grow the new game that you're in. And even though if he doesn't want to, you don't have to be, but at the same time, your neighbor looked up to him and that brought, you know, he came to your door, wanted some clubs and, you know, it is what it is. Time now for Make the Game Your Own, presented by Genesis. And this week, I want to highlight, we've already talked to him about, about him in this episode, Will, but we're going to talk about Alajuana Janaku and Earl Cooper and Eastside Golf. Look, these two Morehouse brothers have came together to, to unify and have built uh, something that is going to be a staple, or it is already a staple, Will, in the game of golf. In, in this east side, um, in this era. And and what I find amazing is through just having a logo that looks like where we come from, the, the amount of people that have gravitated toward it, where it's supported, and how many people are actually wearing it on and off and off the golf course. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a lifestyle brand. That continuously inspires the culture, and that's what mm-hmm. ma- that's what makes it so important culture. in what they're in what they're doing. And you know, when you see um, Earl and Elijahwan, you can tell they have they have a pulse on the industry. Mm-hmm. They have a pulse on on how to you know expand the game of golf through the avenues of what they're doing. That is so great. And that kind of going back to what we said earlier. You know, how can you grow through the game? And that's pretty much that's pretty much what they're doing uh, right here in front of us. And I'm so happy because when I just saw these guys at the um, Hoop Tea event in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, that was taking place at Carmel Country Club. And, you know, a lot of celebrities and you, and you see a lot of celebrities and and random people who aren't popular in the game coming up to Earl and Lajuan. Hey, man, I'm a huge fan of, of your of your clothes. I'm a huge fan of, you know, what you what you wear, your gear. And I'm just like. I loved it. Like I never thought that Bob will come up and be like I'm about I'm I'm about Eastside fellas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And that is connecting cultures. That's all it's about. And yeah. uh shout out to those guys, man. I love them, my brothers, man, and and Earl was so nervous in this golf tournament. Well, that's a whole other conversation for another day. <laughs> hey, we'll let it go. But, hey, Eastside Golf, those guys are making the game their own will. And Elijah Wan, I saw him in Tahoe. He had that, that little vest with the hoodie on the back. I'm about to get that from you. I don't know. I'm a, it, I think it came out this week. But, anyway, yeah. put one with my name on it. And they got the Jordans dropping, man. What other brand yeah. have you ever seen do a collab with Jordan? I don't and, even think Louis Vuitton did pull that off. Right. And they got a hoop. They got a show on Hulu. A Hulu coming out a little documentary whatever hey they're they killing it they're doing their thing and that's how you make the game your own presented by genesis i also find it interesting that uh cc doubled down on Eastside golf uh as a mentor and investor and just a, a, a big homie to to mm-hmm. earl and Elijah i mean when we got to hang out with them for for the the time that we did waiting on anthony anderson <laughs> i'm just saying let's just put that out there <laughs> waiting on ant you really felt the community between them all. And you really felt like they want to do something to broaden the game and, and their way to do that is through apparel. Yeah, absolutely. It, and, and that, and that goes back to what we talk about all the time. You can find different ways of broadening the game, you know, and the people always talk about, you know, you got to grow the game. I'm still, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with growing the game, but how can you have, the, how can you get the game to help grow you? Mm. As an individual, you know, and 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 we we say it all the time. It's a little bit cliche, but if you really catch the the notion of it, the gist of it, the crux, 
that it's the $84 billion industry, yes, but you can find something that you have in your skill set without being in the fairway swinging the club to really, to really uh, help benefit the game. But it can help you grow. It can help you find, uh, find ways to upward in social mobility, something I always say, but it, it holds true. Yeah, we talk about golf being a game, a, a bridge to, to people, but it's also a bridge to um, diverse thought. You know, different different people. We've said it before. I'll say it again. There's the only sport where you can have a drug dealer, a pastor, a soccer mom, and a and a uh, Will Lowry go out and play golf together <laughs> and enjoy their time. There's no other playing field in this world uh, provided by any other thing you can do except golf where everybody comes together and they all learn something from each other during that block Absolutely. of time that they get to spend. So, you know, I, I, I appreciate CC and I appreciate also him understanding that I'm a superstar over there, but mm-hmm. I'm not over here, but I'm going to enjoy this and I'm going to enjoy the process to get better. The process. And, and, and given the fact that where he's from, he understands process. He, he relish in the process, you know, and, I think he's he's really not think. I know he's the perfect <laughs> coming from a pitcher who worked hard in his respective discipline. I know he really will will not disrespect the process. Mm. He's patient in the process. So that's yeah. uh it's the delayed gratification. There you go. He's he's definitely on and and uh it's a it's a beautiful game. Again, yeah. it's the only game where Mark Gumble, <laughs> Brian Gumble, Mike Tarico, and Doug Smith can all be... <laughs> oh man! Can all be on... nah, I hate you. Out. I hate you. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sure y'all y'all heard that too. Speaking of Mike Tarico, interesting statement, Will. So I'm at Rocket, uh-huh. coming off the green. I'm new to the broadcast. Let's just be honest. I'm new to the whole broadcast mm-hmm. space. People think I'm. I, I don't know what it is, but people give me way too much credit. I'm new. Mm-hmm. I got to do an interview with Tony Finau. Coming off, the, I, I followed him after the first round. Right, that's who I had. I was on the ground. Okay. Boom. PJ Tour Live, ESPN Plus. Boom. Waiting on Tony to come out. They're like, Doug, we're going to get you to do an interview. We're going to bring in PJ to a radio. You're going to double mic it. So you got to hold two mics like you double fist in Coronas. And then you're going to go and, and do an interview. So mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, whatever. Tony had just come off a win. Great. Mm-hmm. Tony just come off, you know, a good round. Forget what he opened with, maybe 66 or something. Whatever. He comes out of scoring. Tony, let me get you for a couple questions. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Camera comes in. Light goes. Boom. Here I go. Asking questions. They toss it to me. I didn't catch it right. I'm like, Doug Smith here with Tony Finau. Tony. And they're like, whatever. I'll, I'll get to that point. Anyway, I do my interview. Mm-hmm. As I'm as I, I'm starting the interview, I see Tariko ass pop up behind the camera. And I'm like, damn, the GOAT is right here. GOAT. Well, the GOAT did some GOAT stuff. That boy grabbed me by the <laughs> neck, pulled me to the side and goes, what the hell was that you didn't reference anything he did during his round. You caught the toss wrong, and you, you threw it back horrible. Look, this is how you do it. Blah, 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 he spouted it out. And here I am on cloud nine just getting done talking to Tony Fee. That put me smooth back uh, on In on reality. First base. He got and you was, back centered. So, so like, when he did that, when he did that, how did it make you feel after you left that conversation with Mike Trico? I want another shot. I was like, yeah. Tony, get you, come here. Right. <laughs> but here's but it's, it's, very it's but, yeah, very, but the, go, yeah, go hold on. Very random though. Two days right. later, Adam Scott shoots sixty six on Saturday. Correct. I interview Adam. I interview Adam Scott coming out of the break. Somehow, randomly, the the Golf Channel call times are different than the PGA Tour live call times because mm-hmm. I've already been eighteen holes and here comes Tariko, got a shirt in his hand. 
I go to give Adam Scott interview. Tariko pops his head up behind the camera. I do the interview, took all the notes. Tariko said, better. Walked away. I was like, damn. That's I can't it. Get no love. That's like I, hate, I love them veterans, but I hate them at the same time. Like, come on, man. Give me something. Can I get a half a half a handshake? So let me we... so let me tell you about my veteran. <laughs> let me tell you about my veteran, Mark Carnival. <laughs> this bro, I'll I'll never disrespect this dude. I because I, I, he's he's a pioneer in the game. I I appreciate he was rookie of the year in 1992. I I I respect him, but talking about somebody who pissed me the hell off during during our uh Hold on, but we got to remember we, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Will did make his debut la- at the previous tournament. So Will Yeah, give context so. Yeah. Will, so I Will mean, was on PJ Tour live as an as an analyst. Yeah, so so for the viewers that are that are, that are watching, I was on PJ Tour uh live for as an analyst for the Rocket Mortgage. I was the analyst. I had my host Reed Fowler and we had Mark Carnival on as Walker. He was walking the actual course. I'm so myself refiling studio, Mark Carnival actually in Detroit walking the course, Detroit Golf Club. And <laughs> when I tell you, I'm Doug, when I tell you I am so mad that I turned I can't say the word. I, just, I I'm so mad that I folded under pressure because yes, I respect Mark, but I'm mad I didn't still voice my opinion about how I feel about a particular situation. All right, well set the scene. What All happened? Right. So the happened was um, you know, First time doing PJ Tour Live, we had to do flyovers, right? And when we do the flyover, basically flyover, you give them your brief uh, synopsis of the hole, where to avoid, what to guard against, how to attack the hole, where's the pin location, boom. So I always, based off my playing days, I was always conservative, Doug. I'm okay. always the middle of the green guy. I'm always 20, 25 feet. I'll take my chances because I was a good putter. I had a great short game. I wasn't tripping. And – Throughout the process, I'm always telling the kids throughout the, the telecast, the broadcast, I'm saying, hey, kids, hey, let's always be let's, – let's consider about being uh, conservative. Let's go ahead and, and make sure that we can, uh, you know, eliminate the the low percentage shot. We're, we're talking, and we're going back and forth, and, and as I'm going to the broadcast, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm talking to the kids – be be passive and make sure that you know you, you sit in the green 20, 20 feet. Sometimes twenty feet is aggressive, no matter what course you're playing. If okay. you're PJ Tour, Canadian Tour, whatever, twenty feet can be aggressive. So Mr. Carnival told a producer, and the producer's in my ear, hey, um, Will Mark wants to, you know, pretty much piggyback off your your statement around around being uh, conservative. I'm like, sure, cool. Man, Mark Carnival put me in my place in a way. <laughs> in a way, he said, "He said, Will, if you want to be on PJ, he didn't say it, Will, but I'm paraphrasing. Paraphrase. Basically, Will, if you want to be on PJ Tour, you can't be conservative. You have to be aggressive. Go down, go knock the flag six down. You have to be aggressive. And I get that. He is correct. If you want to be a winner on the PGA Tour, you have to be aggressive. I 100% get it. You can't be scared out there. However, however." This is why I made a mistake because I bit my tongue and I didn't reply back. No, what would you have said? Let it out. I would have said it's our show now. It is our show now. I I would have said if you're on the PJ tour and you and your finances are straight and you got money and you're playing from trophies, not playing for rent, not paying for not playing for phone bill, not playing for insurance. Yes, 
you do go for you do go for the, the the gusto. But when you out there speaking for the mini tour players or trying to get on car get your car, man, you, you going for the plastic sometimes is not not the way to go. It's just not the way to go. So I wish I would have re, re, you know replied and and counter counteract his statement, but you didn't. I got scared. It's all right. We all get punked and when we new to broadcast. It's okay. You, I've been punked. You got punked. It, look, that's we in the punk era right now. Until some <laughs> other little individuals start popping up around here that we can blast and punk. Right. That's where we at, man. That's that's. Hey, what it. did Carney say to you? Carney said something to you. What did he say? How did he say it? Oh, be honest yeah. With you. He told me. He said. He said. I think Will's mad at me. <laughs> Because Carney, I was hey, on the ground. He was on the ground as hey, well. So we caught up during I'm, lunch. I'm still, I'm still hot because we I, obviously we had the underrated golf tour and Gary Williams, a great Gary Williams golf channel legend, Morning Drive, is with me. And I told him about that story. He said, "That sounds like Carney." Yes, yeah, sounds like Carney. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I, I I think he was trying to also like teach you something as well. And he did. I think it, it wasn't. I don't think it was shade. The thing is, nah, Mark Carvalho. I'm going to give you some game that he gave me. Carney said to me one time, he goes, Doug, whenever you get advice, and I'm going to cuss, he goes, I want you to, he goes, there's a little truth in every advice, but there's also a lot of bull****. So Mm -hmm. regardless if it pisses you off or makes you smile or happy, find that little bit of truth and say the hell with the rest is bull****. And I was Mm -hmm. like, hmm, okay, I'll take that. He's one of them old school kind of like jewel dropping. He just drops, every time he opens his mouth, he's dropping jewels. He's dropping jewels. But what he was trying to get, conveyed to you is that you got to go low and playing he was telling me that it was you said safe no yeah he's you said safe and he wanted to change your word to smart right and, and he, that make and that, that makes sense yeah that makes sense. he said we'll, we were saying you got to play safe and he was like no you got to play smart smart on some holes is 20 feet like will said but smart on other holes is also aim at the flag and so that's true he was saying that right. when you say safe it locks you into a certain mindset whereas if you play smart it it opens up more it's more active and more aggressive you know i, I get it so I, I ain't trying to talk about it no more but at least, you know what but he did come to me and say i think i pissed will off and i was like yeah okay yeah he got, I told, I will, you know what i told I tell, him i'll tell you what, what i tell him not hard to do it's really not hard to do <laughs> <laughs> my, my tongue was bleeding i ain't gonna front but i but i do know that he is one of the greats and he is very good at what he does and i'm always going to watch and i hope i can get on his wing if he if he lets me but damn just just give me a give, give me another lesson don't give me that lesson give me a different yeah, he lesson. gave you that live lesson anyway yeah, hey we appreciate lesson. y'all rocking with us right here beyond the fairway presented by genesis golf channel nbc sports we right here every week we're gonna come back anthony was last week cc's this week who's coming up next week find out you gotta tune in holla at us and pick up them socials that's where we at See you next week.